former college basketball players. Walk alongside us as we take you through this journey of sisterhood. Join me, Jenna Urban, mom of three and youth basketball coach. And me, Tara Machaco, dog mom of two and current college basketball coach as we share our passion for sports through this weekly podcast. We're not perfect, but nobody is. We are on episode number 12, and we are talking back to school. Very mm, well, the time of year that everybody dreads. Right? Well, I don't know if it's everybody. Especially teachers, right? Teachers, <laughs> but I don't think it, like, I think a lot of parents forward to going back to school and getting back into the routine of things. But as a teacher mom slash mom, um, for me, I'm it's kind of like a lose-lose situation. <laughs> so as a kid, I remember when we were getting ready to go back to school, uh, we used to go school back to school shopping for all of our clothes that was like a big deal for us I remember like going into JC Penney's with mommy and we each had a certain amount of money to spend mm-hmm. to get back to school clothes and just spending hours trying on different mm-hmm. outfits and grandma would always give us money too and we always got really excited like that we would get an envelope from grandma and pop mm-hmm. that would say here's some money for back to school shopping right um, but like the clothing part of it was like a nightmare for me because you, you were always more into the clothes and right. I really didn't care as much because like I would wear sweatpants every day if I could. Right. But I don't, I don't even think we were allowed to do that. Wear sweatpants. Um, but times have changed so much because don't your kids now have to wear collared shirts? Right. So um, a lot like, of schools are implementing a dress code. So my kids have to wear collared shirts and khaki or Navy like skirt bottoms shorts. yes see thank god thank god we didn't have to do that i know but you know what for me as a parent i like the dress code Mm -hmm. because it limits like we used to even be like only a couple colors and now it's any color Mm -hmm. and shirt but it limits that spending hours of back to school shopping like Mm -hmm. legit i think we spent hours to get like maybe three outfits you know like by the time you Mm -hmm. walked out of the store you tried to mix and match yeah as much as you could but as a kid like when we were able to wear whatever we wanted the expense you know it was expensive to get a couple outfits and then it was like trying to pick out the first day of school outfit that was a big deal oh that was so important that was that was the one day that i would like look forward to actually dressing up and then the rest of the year was the perfect we could wear whatever (laughs) i know but I, you're you're right. It probably is so much easier nowadays with like khaki pants and golf shirts. You could literally go into any store, like Walmart, Target, Pennies, anywhere, and mm-hmm. they have school uniforms. And as kids, we and did not have everybody has got Walmart and Target, no. and we no we were embarrassed <laughs> to walk into like Hills or Sugarman's. Like I remember being like James oh Way. James Way. I hope nobody <laughs> sees me here. To pick up, and we would never wear clothes that were from there. And now I find myself going through the clearance and sale racks at Target, <laughs> digging through um, Walmart. Or how about for- like, like going to like the Salvation Army and finding things, or to like Plato's Closet. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Or like, um, or the, uh, you get a lot of like Vineyard Vine stuff, and you find good finds like that through different online sites, right? Right. I used that, the Red Up for might all be partially my used. Secondhand yeah. Shopping. And I think Poshmark. Yeah, like we didn't have any of that. No. And Poshmark. Yeah, Poshmark, <laughs> of course. Um, yeah, so my yeah, kids, but... um, you know, they will go back to school shopping with their grandmother. 
and they will have to get you know like and honestly though I always tell people like you don't have to do all of your back to school shopping before your kids go back to school because (laughs) and, and I think it's just like the pressure like I see some people posting in like June and July like oh all my back to school shopping is done I'm like Oh, my like, God. Yeah, like, really? Seriously? Like, the summer's still going on. Way too organized, and you're wasting your summer. Right. But I don't even feel like I need to get the back-to-school shopping done before they go back to school because, like, they're still fit. If they still fit into things from last spring, why am I going to go buy more mm-hmm. collared shirts that they can only wear to school? Yeah. So I try to yeah. really go through their closets and see what still fits, and then – I try to only limit myself to getting a couple pairs of shorts and not getting into the pants yet because until it gets cold, they might still go up a size. <laughs> so I don't want to buy yeah. any pants that might not fit come October, November. So I yeah, try to limit what I'm buying. That's a great suggestion. Buying. Right. I just try to limit what mm-hmm. I'm buying and think about all of the sales that happen at the end of September, early October, yep. because they're trying mm-hmm. to the stores are trying to clear the shelves for winter mm-hmm. stuff so you're going to be able to get those short sleeve golf shirts and um, even like any type of school clothing you could probably get discounted at the end of the month so i mean just yeah. kind of going back to school with the mentality of all i need is a couple outfits a couple shirts a couple sh- pairs of shorts and you can mix and match until you see some good sales and then even buying ahead for the spring you know like kind of looking at what's needed for this year but maybe you know even planning ahead to get those short sleeve shirts mm-hmm. in the fall late fall yeah. on clearance oh, for a good the idea those are things that i would look for that's my mentality for going back to school shopping as an adult as an adult but as kids like think back to like i know we started talking about some things that we would we would go to pennies and things like that but i loved i loved sugarman's because the one item that i always looked for was sneakers right and sugarman's for some reason always had like really cool nikes that you couldn't find anywhere else right and like i i lived for going up there on the weekends and having somebody take me up there and go through all the sneakers like i literally could remember like the night before going up there like actually thinking what are they going to have tomorrow what's what sneakers am i going to be able to get that nobody has and i could remember like the the coolest finds of like like i had a pair of like purple and yellow converse that were like the magic johnson converse that no other store had Right. And it's so weird. Like that was my back to school stuff. Like I look forward to that, those kind of items. And I think some of your kids are starting to look forward to that kind that as well. I think they are. They are liking the, the shoe shopping, but it's so different now too, because we had to go in store. So think about mm-hmm. the convenience now of really, if you know the sizes, just going online mm-hmm. and ordering things. So that's another thing, like not to rush through running out to get all those back to school clothes before they go back to school. Because if you know the sizes, you could just kind of order them online. But even this, now they have these class lists, suggested items for each grade. I don't remember that. Like I remember showing up with a number two pencil and a notebook and we were good for Mm -hmm. the year. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing. And your brown paper bags. Brown to paper cover your bags. Books. Yes. Oh my God. The smell <laughs> of the brown paper bags. Ah. Uh, to cover. The brings books. you right back to it. Right now they have to spend right money back. on book socks and it's like fancy. And even the older kids uh, are decorating their lockers. That's a huge thing right uh, now. Decorating lockers. I can't. No, I don't ever remember doing that. No. Ever. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. 
I was just grateful well, that I was able to open my locker, let alone do because like the combination. <laughs> that's like, true. Um, now, how about you for your students coming back to school on the college campus? Well, I'm I'm currently going through like as a as a coach, we have to make sure that we have all of our stuff in line for our teams. So mm-hmm. I'm actually ordering all of our gear for the year, making sure we have practice clothes. Um, but I think the college students in general, uh, the schools do a good job of sending out lists like you're talking about um, mm-hmm. in terms of what what notebooks they need, what computers they need, what type of technology they need for for their um, for their classes and things like that. And then they could go online and click on whatever class they have. And mm-hmm. literally the books, the book will come up next to it. So you could go online and find it on Amazon. You could go online, find used copies of it. So it's, it's cheaper than um, what you would purchase Still in the bookstore, um, which is really nice. And a lot of times the used copies might already be highlighted, right. which could and be good could, and bad, I guess, because yeah, you could you have had what? a really smart student highlighted. <laughs> you could even rent textbooks. There's mm-hmm. websites that you can rent textbooks that you and which I yeah. wish were around. Tag, I believe it is. Yeah. When we, oh, that, were, yeah. oh my the, gosh, that the, was oh. the most expensive thing mm-hmm. I think in college was to go to the bookstore and just have to like go for the books. I was to the point that I was going to my first class and asking the professor, like, "Are you sure we need to get this book? Because mm-hmm. if I'm not going to open it, I'm not buying it." Mm-hmm. Well, and everybody still does that. And then I also think that if they know a couple people in the class, they'll split the cost of it mm-hmm. and they'll share it. But like I can remember taking like you took like a bio class that you knew wasn't going to have anything to do with your degree mm-hmm. and the book would be like four hundred and fifty dollars. I'm like, what are you going to do with this book? Right. Like and then you sell it back and you get like a hundred for it. Yeah. So I think that's great. I believe that the site is Chegg.com. I think it is oh, okay. that you could rent rent textbooks off of, right. um, which is very helpful. Um, but in terms of clothing, like think about think back to your first day of college. Like yeah. we're talking about the first day of going to like school, like grade school and high school and how like you know, you want to look good. Right. Think about that first day of college. You're walking into a college class. You want to make a good impression on right. not only the, the, the teachers, you want to make a good impression on the guys in class. You want to, mm-hmm. you know, you want to look good for that. So the back to school shopping for college is like, it, it has to be a nightmare nowadays. Well, I think, I think the pressure actually, like, as we talked about the decorating the lockers, I think the dorm rooms, cause I know I just see oh. pictures on Facebook and my anxiety level like hits the roof because I see <laughs> all these dorm rooms and I'm like, Oh my gosh, how much mm-hmm. money are they spending on comforters that match and decorating the mm-hmm. walls? And I think, Oh my goodness. I don't know how, when I well, get to that point, ugh. But at least now, like I think back to when I was uh, when I was going to be a freshman or sophomore in college, like you barely spoke to your roommate, mm-hmm. or sometimes you didn't even know who your roommate was going to be because there was no social media back then. Right now, through Facebook groups and um, different online groups, all of these kids connect. Right. So coming into move-in day in two weeks, all of these freshmen that are coming in have all talked all summer long. So they do a good job of figuring out who's bringing their refrigerator, who's right. bringing you know, the hair dry, like whatever, whatever it might be. So at least they're splitting the cost for those things. Mm -hmm. But then you're right. Wow. You walk in and some of them have, they have Christmas lights strung up. It's Mm -hmm. there's, there's tapestries hanging all over the place. It's, it is like dorm wars. It should be called. Right. Like, like like what's the MTV show? MTV Cribs. Oh yeah. They really should. (laughs) That would be great. Uh Uh-huh. We like should, pimp my door. We're gonna trademark that. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna invent that. But let's 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 backtrack a little bit. And you, as a mom and teacher, and as a bargain shopper, right? Why don't you share a little bit about like with us with maybe some different sites that you use? You talked about how the online shopping is helping nowadays in terms of 
you know, books, clothing, et cetera. Why don't you share some of the different sites that maybe you use to help get your, yourself ready and your, and your kids? Right. So, of course, Amazon, because actually teachers can create wish lists on Amazon. Um, so that's something to think about, even if you wanted to donate to your teachers. But for the kids list, it, it's usually like the same price that you would get stuff at, at Target, Walmart, online. So for me, that's like I like skipping the stores for all like, your, you know, the book socks mm-hmm. and the pencils and headphones are very important because of the lice that's in ki- in schools. So I always tell uh. parents like to grab a cheap set of headphones and put them in a baggie with their kids' names on it so they can bring to the other computer classes or whenever they're using That's a great iPads. idea. So I use, um, you know, online for that. And then the one site that I talked about, ThreadUp, which is the secondhand um, online store. So I'm able to get a lot of discounted brand name items for my older kids because they're really into like the Vineyard Vines and the Polo and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So they're really secondhand like barely used, you know, there is even yeah. some thing, items that are like uh, new with tags, you know, so it's a cheaper way to get those brand name items. Um, and I also sell okay. stuff on ThreadUp as well. So make some extra cash that way to get some stuff. Oh, that's a good idea. So then you could, you could create an account on there and actually use the money of your selling items to purchase items. Right. Is that right? Right. And How about school supplies, like like other school supplies? Like, are there any other sites aside from Amazon or, or using like the Target, Walmart, et cetera, those places to, to get notebooks, pens, things that, things that students might need? Right. Well, I think that it gets very competitive with like you'll start looking, seeing staples and a lot of stores offering like killer deals on one item, like maybe like crayons for like 25 cents just to kind of get you in the door. Okay. But check to make sure that the same thing um, is true for the online. Make sure the online prices are the same as in store. And if they are, then just, you know, skip the step to go online. And what's really popular now is the pick up the free store and pick up. So for me, my time is, is valuable. So like, I don't want to have to go to the store obviously and look for every item on the list. So, you know, the Mm -hmm. online shopping, is where I wouldn't want to be at, but there might be some items that are only in store. So you could also think about shopping online and then picking up in store to kind of save some time for back to school. Great idea. And everyone is doing that now. I notice that when you pull into, you pull into Target's parking lot, there's reserved spots now for, for for you to do. Yeah. Most stores are doing that. I've done it at Walmart, Walmart. Yeah. Really? Cause it's a great way to avoid to the chaos of, you know, and lines and stuff and you're seeing like all the self-checkout and so the the Mm -hmm. other thing that I'm really freaking out about for back to school that I've been trying to prepare for are the meals because Mm, to me that's the hardest to like get organized for you know planning meals for the week especially with after school activities and kind and Mm -hmm. homework and stuff like that we're getting home late at times and I don't want Mm -hmm. to you know we talked to Lindsay Howard last week Mm -hmm. about nutrition and the fast food nation, I don't want to be, you know, going through the drive through somewhere ordering out all the time. So some things that I'm getting ready for now is I am trying to make whatever meals that I'm making for the week, I'm kind of making a little bit extra. So like last week we had meatballs and I made an extra serving of meatballs that I could freeze to have, you know, when school 
we, when we go back to school. So then I did the same thing okay. this week with chicken. Like I grilled chicken for dinner and I made an extra batch of chicken to have grilled chicken frozen that I could like vacuum seal and have in the freezer. So like just kind of planning ahead. So I have those meals yeah. that I could grab and go. Um, and then mm-hmm. obviously using the crock pot, but planning ahead meal planning, uh, it sounds like a lot of work, but it actually is mm-hmm. not a lot of work when you look at it from just kind of write, if you just wrote down on a piece of paper, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then you kind mm-hmm. of just wrote and, and actually sit down with the kids and ask them like for suggestions mm-hmm. and then kind of write down different ideas, you know, like Monday, we're going to have this, this and this Tuesday and like kind of get everybody on the same page. So then you know what you're shopping for ahead of time mm-hmm. and then you could do it for the whole month and then this way, if the kids are involved in the planning process, there's no complaining. Like, oh, I don't like that. I didn't want True, that. True, because you could put it right back on them. Right, right. <laughs> you so, wanted this. You asked for this. Yeah. Exactly. So the meal planning is big for back to school and also holding the kids responsible for making lunches. So if they are old oh. enough if they are old enough to complain about what's in their lunch, <laughs> they are old enough to make their own lunch. So that's like mm-hmm. another thing. Um, as a teacher on lunch duty, I see a lot of food that is thrown away and I try to suggest to the kids, just put it in your lunchbox. So your parents know that you don't want it. You know, like Lindsay mentioned Mm -hmm. last week, like, um, if, if they're coming home with an orange, like three days in a row, like don't pack them an orange on the fourth day. They Mm -hmm. obviously don't want to eat the orange. So just kind of, um, you know, cause I cannot stand when they throw away even half a sandwich. Cause, and then I'll say to mm-hmm. them, like, tell your parents, like you only have time to eat one half or maybe you're not that mm-hmm. hungry and cause like, there's too much snacks and stuff like that. So yeah. that's a big thing. And Lindsay had some great ideas too. If you, if you didn't, weren't able to listen to it last week, make sure you check out our podcast from last week. Cause there were some great ideas about packing lunches and snacks. Cause you had mentioned, you know, when you get back to school, your kids are in school all day long and then you have after school activities and you don't want them to be starving to the point where they're sent telling you to stop at Burger King and McDonald's on the way home. Right. Like pack them snacks for after school for too. After school. Um, to make sure that they they have that stuff. Right. Um, handy. Um, but I, I'm I think back to like I don't know if you remember this, but I don't. I, I remember our breakfast when we were kids, but I don't remember like lunches. What I remember from lunches is I couldn't wait every day in school to see if they had White rice, and I don't know why, because it was delicious in the cafeteria. White rice with butter, right, and mashed potatoes with gravy, and they like they still... were my two favorite things. And any time it was on the menu, it was like mm-hmm. I didn't care what else I had for lunch. I was eating one of those things. They are still very popular. Like, there's too many choices really? now for the for the cafeteria. I mean, there's way too many choices. We used to have like I remember the cafeteria ladies coming into our classroom in <laughs> elementary school, and they would say. Who is having peanut butter and jelly? And you literally like raise your hand. Who's having pizza? Like those were your two options for the day. Like peanut butter and jelly uh-huh. or a ham sandwich and pizza. Now it's like mm-hmm. there's like they do roll ups. They they like they even put do you want cheese on it? Do you want sauce on it? It takes forever to mm-hmm. get through the lunch line. And that's causing everything to kind of be pushed back and the kids aren't having enough time to eat because if you have 30 minutes to eat lunch and they're not going up to get their lunch mm-hmm. until like 20 minutes into it, you know, like they're forcing mm-hmm. the food down their throat mm-hmm. and they only you know, in 10 minutes and it's like, hurry up, hurry up. But yeah, too many mm-hmm. choices. Um, but I like the idea of having packing the after school snack because that's important. Yeah. And 
you know, even for me, I drive, like I'm always driving the kids to different activities. Sometimes I feel like I'm just in the car and, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, so I try to have something in the car as well for myself. That's a good idea to keep, keep a snack bag or something in the car with you for after school and, mm-hmm. and for all those drop-offs that you have to do So you don't afterwards. get hangry. You can't uh, get hangry. Oh, oh, God. Hangry kids are awful. Oh, the worst. You can't deal with that. Like, hangry adults are bad enough, but mm-hmm. hangry kids. And then they're, yeah, they just, they just, I'm sure they just keep, we want this, we want this. And then they want everything under the sun right. um, that they really shouldn't be eating after school. Um, but in terms of the, the college, the college kids, like they, they all, all the freshmen get a meal plan that they have to take as freshmen. That's a certain number of meals every week. Mm-hmm. But most schools now have like options of, instead of using a meal, you could use your a meal equivalent at like we have a Starbucks on campus. Some schools have different, um, fast food places on campus. And I've noticed that a lot of people, a lot of kids here, use those fast food places and they use the Starbucks and they'll get like, they'll get like a Frappuccino for lunch instead right. of getting a meal, which is crazy. Right. Like the, the dining, the dining hall food on college campuses is, is so much better than it used to be. Mm-hmm. And it's all you can eat. Why wouldn't you go and, and enjoy, you have a salad, there's always a salad bar. There's always grilled chicken. You have so many different good, healthy choices. And you see these college students all the time walking around with like frappuccinos and um, different sandwiches from fast food places. And it's like, mm-hmm. you have all these healthy choices. Again, like Lindsay talked about, you know, when you're making those choices uh, as college, ath- college, especially athletes, it's mm-hmm. so important. So I just wish that they, they would, they would think about that a little bit more. I know, but I think um, it's and because then, the time, they don't want to sit down. The time. Eat, oh, it, de- right? it, it like definitely is. On mm-hmm. the go. Everything's yeah. so fast mm-hmm. on the go so quick and you hear them say that too like even when we have recruits on campus my players will tell them tell them you know we go here a lot because it's faster mm-hmm. and like that's that's faster isn't always the the I healthiest way just gonna to say go. faster is not always better <laughs> beat me to it faster yeah is not always better yeah yeah but, you but know I, what? I mean i i love the the back to school stuff that i i love too is like even now as an adult uh-huh. going into places and like all the sales on the notebooks i don't know why i still buy the 29 cent notebooks How and i you, buy like you can't six pass of them. up because you're like, like i'm going to use that somewhere it's only 20 i'm going to use cents. it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like then all of a sudden like you open your drawer in the middle of the summer and there's like six blank notebooks in right. your drawer and you do it all over again every year, like right. So <laughs> just that's because another, they're 29 times. But mm-hmm. you know what? That's another th- another thing that I do with my kids. Like we look through their book bags from last year and we see what we still have. I don't need to buy more crayons. We have enough crayons to like <laughs> last the rest of our life. Pencils, you know, like things that mm-hmm. the notebooks that you didn't use, like rip some of the pages out and reuse the notebooks. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes all the stuff on your list, you don't have to buy new for the school supplies. Mm-hmm. So just kind of making sure looking at what you have last year and looking what you have around the house like there's sometimes that Mm -hmm. you know maybe they didn't need it last year but I have it around the house so it doesn't always have to be Mm -hmm. you know buying stuff new. that's a great idea great idea you had some great tips today about back to school hey I'm on fire going back to school I'll be in tears Couple more next weeks. week. I know. I'll be in tears next week. But it's just the, I know. the anxious feeling of getting out of the house in the morning and getting to work on time. So it's a little bit mm-hmm. different for me as a teacher. And I know that a lot of teachers would be able to relate to this, but that have kids to get their kids out the door because I can't be late for work. Like if you're going mm-hmm. into an office, like I'm sure if I'm sure you don't want to be late, but like it's okay if you're five minutes late. Mm-hmm. 
when mm-hmm. I get to school, there are 26 kids waiting in the hallway for me to open the door to start homeroom. So if I'm running mm-hmm. a couple minutes late, if like I have one of my kids are in the bathroom and they're, they have to go to the bathroom and I'm like, get out of the house. I got to be in school. Like there's just that panic mode. Like and they're like in the middle of going to the bathroom. I'm like, hurry up. You know, like it's just that rushed feeling mm-hmm. to get to school because mm-hmm. everybody's kind of waiting on you. And it mm-hmm. looks bad if you're if all the kids are in the hallway, I mean, obviously yeah. you have to be there on time and, and, and they do too, I, you know, like they have to be accountable for being to school on time mm-hmm. because they'll get in trouble. Well, I have to say, I don't feel all that bad for you with all of that because you have the summer off. Right. Nobody feels bad, <laughs> no. but that's why we need the summer off to, to decompress mm-hmm. from the stress that we get all year round. Mm-hmm. Nobody but when I, when I see, when I see, when I see like the teachers, like sitting by the pool all summer or right. like going on vacations, doing everything, I'm always like, be a teacher, right. be a teacher. Right. I, like everybody that has any sort of interest in education, I'm like, do it, do mm-hmm. it. You get your summer off. You don't understand how valuable that is to have your summer off. Especially as a um, And I always say, right. if I could do it all over again, I would have made sure that I got, I got a teaching certificate yeah. and I say that to everybody. was able Listen, to do that. You could have checked that box off, but you chose yep. not to. <laughs> So don't yes, be a hater. I, I, know. I know. It's funny, though, seeing no, everybody no. post because it is funny, like, on the opposite side, you know, my friends that are like, uh-oh, back to school, teachers, ha, ha, ha. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh-huh. yeah, well, I just had a couple months off, so I'm good to go back. <laughs> but, yeah, back well, to the this routine. Has been, this is, yeah, yeah. This is this has been great though, sharing some of the tips and everything about back to school. Yes, and um, I know I know it's I know it's like bittersweet because it's you don't want to have to go back and get things started again. But at the same time, it's exciting to get back into a routine and it see is. see the kids. And I know mm-hmm. I know maybe for me it's a little bit more exciting more exciting to see the the students on campus because they're not here all summer right. as opposed to you going back to see all of your students. But right, but, but it, it is an exciting time, and I do yeah. think that you have to. You have to make the best of it, and you have to be as positive as you can with with the students, and make sure that they have an enjoyable experience, and know that this is part of life, and right. you need an educa- education. Right, it's the circle of so. life. I actually told my tennis team today; they were like, "Oh no, two weeks from today, we're going to be sitting in the classroom." And I was like, "Listen, it is the circle of life. Like it, you know, it's, there's 24 hours in a day. The moon and the sun alternate coming. I mean, it's just life. Like you have to deal with it if you're going to complain about it." There's going to be a time in your life that you're going to be like, I wish I could go back to sitting in that classroom and and not having mm-hmm. and only having the responsibilities mm-hmm. of like doing homework. Now it's like, mm-hmm. you know, like I have all these other responsibilities. It's like take me back there to that classroom. I know. Sitting I at know. the desk. I know. I would take that any day to go back to those. Days. I know. Back to those days, the good old days, the glory days. The glory days, right? But it's a circle of life, like you said. So we're going to go into the school year with a positive attitude and hope that yes, our exactly. students and our players, for you, um, mm-hmm. also do the same thing. So Yeah. So we wish everybody a great start to the school year, and we thank you again for joining us on another episode of Soul Sisters Podcast. <laughs> on the web at soulsisterspodcast.com, or you can find us on social media at, at Soul Sis Pod. And until next time, we're not perfect. But nobody is. 